Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. Welcome to Weekly Jump, presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. This is our weekly episode reviewing first impressions of newer anime and manga titles. Let's jump in. All right, and we are back with a brand new episode of Weekly Jump, where we're going to be talking about new anime that is old anime, and also (laughs) a manga I have never heard of before. So get excited, because this manga is interesting, and also Mm -hmm. so meh, and also like, this kid is hypersexualized. But he's also at the same time token every teenage boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I have such mixed feelings about this. All right. Do you wanna do you wanna sw- sw- slide right into these page flips? Oh yeah. So our page flips for this week are, are going to be a bone collection, and this one is all about uh, another another person that's becoming an exorcist and they are dealing with exorcists so hot right now. (laughs) Yeah. He's dealing with monsters that are, they, they're like, they're demons and they need to be exercised. And I'm like, one time I want to see demon possessions. Like, I don't know, like the exorcist movie instead Uh, of of big shonen monsters uh that you're dealing with instead it's just like people being possessed like that there's or demons who look like people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there there was a demon possession storyline i think in hellward and higama that i read not that long ago and left a there's a review of that on our Patreon page, but you don't have to be a patron to read it if you're interested in my thoughts on that manga series. Mm-hmm. I believe there was a possession storyline in that recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this manga this manga is uh, about a young boy who is an exorcist who has a girl that falls through another dimension that he picks up and takes home. Uh, and it's important that he's taking her home because he is obsessed with girls because he is at that point in his life where he's obsessed with girls. If you become obsessed with girls, if you're like Blake, I'm assuming that you become obsessed with boys. (laughs) Uh, well, you know, if you're like Blake, you spend a lot of time not really understanding why everyone is obsessed with girls and then being like, Oh, and then you become obsessed with boys. Yeah. Um, and it's got some pretty cool powers inside of it. There's also a uh, a severely brutal scene where the main character just gets impaled multiple times <laughs> inside yeah, of the first that one. That was a bit of a shocker. And then before he dies, he's just like, I've just got to touch your boob one time. <laughs> <laughs> and he but also in. he's actually secretly doing it for his weird spell but maybe it's both yeah this is an interesting manga uh i don't think it did very well i think it ran actually i'm gonna go ahead and pull it up but while i while i do that um it's okay i, I think it it's fine yeah it ran for 15 chapters So that's not a particularly impressive run, and I get it. Like, this manga just feels like a lot of stuff I've seen before being done decently. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it is the the core premise is that you know this kid's an exorcist but he's really bad at it but there's a spell that exorcists can use in which they siphon and channel the power of a demon and it is a forbidden spell but he happens to be great at it but he's bad at all the other exorcist stuff so if it if it weren't for this being forbidden he'd probably be pretty good at exorcist but he's not because nobody lets him do this and he has some childhood trauma to back that up and then yeah the girl that comes from the other dimension is like an atypically powerful demon but she looks like a human girl so he's like siphoning her power and it's called bone collection because him siphoning her power is represented in the form of him reaching his hand into her body, like sort of mystically passing into it and then pulling out a weapon made out of bone. And what's really fun is that they establish early on that the weapon isn't going to be the same thing every time you can reach into different parts of her body and different bones will materialize as different weapons. So the first one comes out as like a sword or a spear or whatever, you know, pretty, pretty much what you would expect. And then the second time he does it, it comes out as like a sniper rifle made out of bone. And that is very cool. Um, I think the artwork in this is a simpler art style. So it's not like that breathtaking artwork that you get in something like a bleach. Um, But because of that simplicity, the it, it reads really well. It looks pretty good, but it's not like blowing you away. Um, the character designs are simple, but they're not like trash character designs. Like everything about this is just like very okay. Mm -hmm. And then there's the sexual aspect of it. And it's like, it is that thing where a guy gets horny and his nose bleeds a thousand times. And it is the dude is just crazy horny. And the girl is important because she's hot a thousand times. And so, like, I have the same problems with it that I have with a lot of fan service, even though I wouldn't say this is particularly fan service-y, but it's extremely heavy on the sort of, like, panting, over-sexualizing man. And it's really reducing the male character down to horny and the girl character down to object of horniness and not giving them a lot of, like, personality or agency outside of that. And all of that said, one thing that Spencer mentioned is that there is a certain amount of true-to-lifeness with teenage guys um, where you're just kind of overwhelmed by hormones sometimes, and that's real. And I don't think it's wrong to represent that in media, even though I think that this goes a little far with it. And all of that said, sometimes it made me laugh. Mm -hmm. Like, a couple of these bloody noses are done in a way where it's like his nose is bleeding because he's so horny but he's also like giving the thumbs up and trying to play the hero and there's this like really funny juxtaposition and the art sells his face in a really good way and so i'm just like i'm really torn like it is more of a comedy manga than i expected from the premise but it's not it's enough of a shonen manga that it doesn't bother me too much and weirdly, the comedy works sometimes, even though it is trafficking in a, a joke style that really I find distasteful. And I just I have such mixed feelings. I, like I kind of enjoyed it, but didn't feel compelled to read more and was rolling my eyes a lot. But then the next second I was laughing or being like, oh, that's a cool gun made out of bone. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like it's OK. Like, I, I think maybe check it out and see if you like it is is where i'm falling i don't think it's going to be anybody's favorite 
Uh, but it, I don't think that it's an automatic skip. And it's only 15 chapters, so if you'd like to gobble up a series, this is an easy one. Uh, and the first three chapters are perfectly passable shonen anime with a heavy dose of sexual comedy. Yeah, I, I would I would tend to fall kind of where you are with it. Um, it's it's fine. It's it's not something yeah. that I I was blown away by, and I I tend to I tend to fall the most frustrated by the whole experience. Um, with just the the art style that was just not super impressive um and yeah i i, I tend to <laughs> i tend to be more okay with like the uh the the sexualized fan fiction stuff or you know not fan fiction but fan service stuff mostly because i also you know as somebody who has said many times i i very very much enjoy uh, Seven Deadly Sins and Seven Deadly Sins constantly does that. It's just something that uh-huh. I just kind of accept, and it's just kind of okay. It's there, but it, you know, I kind of get over yeah, it. Yeah, your eyes kind of just gloss over, and yeah, you wait until it's over. So that's that's where I sort yeah, of land I, on it. I think, yeah, I, I, I looked to see. Uh, I was thinking like this: the artwork here, it's that simplified, stripped down artwork that makes me think of like. Um, Oh God! What's that? What's that one I'm reading right now about the Beetle guy? Uh, um, it the the short version is it's a gag manga, and it's not supposed to look good because it's supposed to be funny. Mori King, that's the one. So this the art style reminded me a little bit of Mori King, which I don't think is a particularly compelling art style for a shonen series. So I, I yeah I can see how that could be a mark against it, but I did think that the art was more than clean enough to not feel like rushed or shitty. It's just not very detailed. Yep. Um, and it is like an extra simplified style without being like chibi or whatever, but it is that simplified style where you're just like, there's not a lot going on here. Um, and there are some series that use that really well, but I think that this one just uses it really okay. And, and yeah, I think my last thought on the sexual thing, I think this is a really complicated issue. People are going to receive it differently. But overall, my biggest problem with the sexual humor in manga and anime is that it generally results in a lot of like boob and panty shots. And generally, those characters are canonically in high school or younger. And so it's just like not a great look for anybody. Um, I, I do I do accept that some fan service is cool, but fan service of, of characters that are children, even though those are animated characters and they're often animated to look older than they are stated to be. It's just not a great place to live, and I don't like that. And Bone Collection doesn't do that a lot. It's I think the reason it works is that it's it's not focused on how hot she is, but on how hot he thinks she is, even though she is drawn to be cute, and I think she has big boobs and all those sort of like mainstays of the sort of like sex object girl anime character. But, like, it doesn't linger on those things so much as it lingers on him reacting to them. And I think that's why the comedy works for me more than it usually does when this kind of thing happens. With the exception of she has, like, no personality and she is so sexualized that that doesn't feel great. But most of the jokes, I think, work because they're kind of at his expense. So, you know, your mileage may vary. But overall, I think that if this sounds at all intriguing to you, give it a shot. See if you think it. See if you like it. I don't think anybody's going to be crazy about it, but I think plenty of people will enjoy it. Yep. 
All right. Um, before we get into our next uh, uh, thing that we went over this week, I have a new giveaway. And this is coming directly oh. from our wonderful people over at the Geekly Grind. I will uh, post Ooh. about it inside of our Discord. I'll post about it on our Twitter as well. And you, in order to enter, uh, all you need to do is you need to respond back with what I'm about to say on the show. So I will let people know that they have to listen in on the episode. Um, so send us a direct message on Discord or a direct message on Twitter um, if you Facebook, if you hear this. Maybe if you can direct message. Yeah, I don't know if you can direct message a page on Facebook. We got Reddit. We're on Reddit. Yeah, we're all over anywhere the place. you can find us on social media. But the the Instagram. Key- <laughs> The 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 key word is uh, get arisen, and what it is for is uh, a code for Tales of Arise on PS4, PS5, and it's Ooh. it sounds really cool. Uh, I looked up the game; the game seems really sweet. Um, so, if you're interested, again, it's get so, arisen. So, this is a code for a free version of a ps4 or ps5 game yeah i believe so i i'm pretty sure that that's, that's what the giveaway is sick yeah so <laughs> it's called tales of arise um and uh it's on ps4 ps5 if you're interested you just need to write in that uh we will not be running Pro- this probably it- also have a ps4 or ps5 um, would help. Yeah, think, just but, just know. just have you one do. have one handy. So uh, we will yeah. be we will be running this uh, for a week. Uh, the other the other giveaway people have been chosen, and they will be let know about that as well for mystery of okay, mystery. Okay, so the gift. mystery of mystery has been solved. Yes. Uh, so Good. Uh, get excited because those are happening. Anyways, uh, with and this, so this one's running a week. So does that mean they need to get it in before the next weekly jump episode? I think I think I'm. I think I'm going to run it for a hot minute. I'll, I'll, I'll write about it on Twitter and, and discord as well. So if you hear it here, just okay. write in, uh, you have at least a week, if not a little bit longer. Um, but, uh, the, cool. this, this sounds like a cool giveaway. And again, it's from our, yeah. our, our overlords at, uh, <laughs> the geekly grind. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that game. I'm going to look it up. Uh, Oh, it looks like it's got pretty, decent reviews already when did it come out do, 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 it, it released on september 10th so like today oh so it's still gonna be i don't know well i have a switch i don't have ps4 or ps5 i'm guessing 60 dollars, but maybe more that's a really good value yeah so uh, it's a role-playing game from bandai namco um awesome well yeah that's a really sick giveaway cool uh Get get on it, y'all. Yeah. Um, okay, and now we have to go into our screen time, which is Prince of Tennis. And this is, All right. first and foremost, a anime about a tennis-playing genius 12-year-old boy. And mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about a couple of things about our main character. First of all, he don't give about a shit. About all Gary's do over here? <laughs> First of all, he doesn't give a a single shit about anybody else but himself. Uh, All he cares about is him playing tennis. The first episode starts out with these, uh, let's call them asshole jock guys from any 80s movie. 
and they're yeah. being assholes on a train and almost hitting a girl in the face. And instead of avenging this girl and protecting her, instead he calls out and gives them shit on this this train to the point where they leave. But he challenges yeah. them to a t- he he wants to challenge them to a tennis match. He also gives them shit about yeah, their like form. S- yeah, they're swinging the racket around talking about like a certain move in tennis and his like shutting them down is like you're talking about that move wrong. Like you're incorrect about how that move works. And it's okay. And then the girl like finds him later and is like, "Thanks for protecting me." And he was like, "Oh, were you there?" Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I didn't know, I didn't even know you were on that train." <laughs> I saw a tennis racket and everything faded from view. Yeah. So apparently his whole jam is that he is hyper, hyper focused all the time and he is focused on tennis and nothing else because his dad was a very famous tennis player and he wants to one up his father. I cannot tell if he idolizes his father or hates his father at this point. Um, but let me tell you that aspect about the father. I did not know. I watched three episodes of this. I missed that. (laughs) Yeah. So this, to give you some background on this and the only reason I know this additional stuff about the father stuff is because this is an anime. I have watched the first season of before and I watched it. I watched it. I think in 2006, my senior year of high school and I was watching a bunch of different sports anime at the time this this show started coming out in 2001 so uh it is it is an oldie but uh considered considered to be sort of a a classic inside of the sports anime industry um and it also has which is i was gonna say i think this comes from a conversation in our discord uh psychotics was the one that put this forward i don't know if he suggested it or if he just mentioned it offhand but uh you know, it got put on the list. So uh, Prince of Tennis was in among a lot of sports anime that were mentioned, which is, I think, why we've had two sportsies in a row here. Um, yeah, this is OK. I, I I started playing tennis casually in high school, not on the high school team, but just like my dad and I would go and play sometimes. And uh, I really like tennis. I, I don't like sports uh, in general, I enjoy playing sports at a sort of like casual intramural level periodically. Uh, I grew up playing basketball, so I really like playing basketball. And uh, I played tennis a little bit in high school. And so I like playing tennis and I, you know, enjoy the other sports largely from a social standpoint. So I have more of an in on Prince of Tennis. In addition to the fact that when I subscribed to the physical copy of Shonen Jump that came every month, uh, one of them came with a DVD in it that I still have. It is in my office next to me. And, uh, it is a DVD of just the first episode of the Prince of Tennis. It was just like a free promotional thing for this show. And I remember watching it and thinking it was pretty cool. And what's so cool is that he plays these bullies and he beats the shit out of them in the game of tennis and then they're like all pissed off. And one of them is voiced by Kenpachi. And then he's like, okay, we can play again. And he switches the tennis racket to his other hand. And it turns out that he's been playing not with his dominant hand, but with his off hand this whole time. So he's about to get better at this after stomping them. And that was a really cool moment. And I loved that. Uh, and rewatching it, I thought it was okay. <laughs> this is just like, this feels like the victim of the era of anime creation 
in which there wasn't a lot of budget. And so they're cutting corners a lot and it really detracts from the experience of the game. Even though I think, I think the game, the gameplay is more than interesting enough, but like it, it is hampered a little bit by the production quality of the anime. And then God, is this a, a victim of the era before voice acting got better because some of these performances are not very good. Um, and it, it was a little hard to watch as a result. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's like, okay, there, there've been talks about this anime and the way that it is, it's all about dunking on other people. <laughs> so yeah. this main character is a little bit of an ass if you really break him down, yeah. but he is very, very good at tennis. And the way that he one ups these eighties uh, jocks is that he beats them with his offhand. And then when he switches to his on hand, he, 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 is basically seen as like so powerful that they have to run away and more so you're going to, yeah. you're going to see a couple of times inside of this anime where they seem to be focusing and it looks like they're powering up. And it's one of the things that they do inside of basketball anime as well. And it, 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 it it's sort of cool to me, but at the same time, it's really just like, it sort of takes away from what is actually happening inside of most sports where it's, it, they are focusing, but at the same time, the speed at which the game is played is sometimes one of the things that makes the makes the act of the sport so interesting to watch in real time. And yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see if they're ever going to give us an anime that has something like that, where it's it 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 does it moving in real time and then it rewinds it for you so that you can watch like a replay of what just happened and oh it does like a naruto fight version of the sports match yeah and i i really want to see something like that and i'm really interested to see if if we're ever going to see it where they they play out the entire minutia of an entire game. And I have been told that, uh, that there is one thing that is like this before. Cause I, I think I talked to, uh, I think I talked to somebody inside of a discord about that recently. And they said that the closest they could, they could get to something like that other than boxing anime, because boxing is one of those things because it is a fight. It is, you know, inherently something that you can watch every hit and punch taken away from. But uh-huh. ping pong the animation is the one that I've heard the most. So ping pong yeah, the I've animation heard rave reviews of that. Yeah, ping pong the animation is one of those that sounds like it is going to be right up my alley. If I'm I'm looking for something that's like actual blow by blow animated cool things that I want to see of that caliber. So it's it sounds like that. I I do think that the later iterations of prince of tennis have gotten better animation quality for 2001 like re-releases or something yeah there's like prince of tennis 2 there's prince of tennis 2 the movie and all this kind of stuff i have i haven't watched anything but the first season when i originally watched it back in i think 2006 um but uh, again be aware that this is a 2001 anime so if you're going in there looking for super high quality or a lot of money to be put inside of the anime that is not of that time it is 
is instead yeah. just a, what they could get away with and spend the least amount of money to get them animated animating because there have been leaps and bounds inside of bringing down the cost of animation since then. But this was not during that period. Um, so just be aware yeah. of that. And uh, uh, yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, and if you like sports anime, I think this is one that you should watch. And I, I think the biggest reason why is that like Haikyuu, it is one of those uh, sports anime that you might not like the sport, but it is very endearing to watch this character grow and become a super, super good tennis player. And it is very interesting to watch in that perspective. And there are a lot of characters that you are going to meet throughout the show that are really interesting to watch. The only big downside I would say to it is that if you're one of those people that cringes at classic anime or older anime, it will be impossible for you to watch. Because the the whole show has tons of moments that are like, this is a reaction shot that takes like 30 seconds because I guess they had to 30 seconds to fill. So it's like a slow pan over a frozen, you know, piece of artwork that that animation thing that happens a lot of times inside of older animes that are not considered to be like some of the big giant ones. And, you know, we're watching Yu Yu show right now. Yu Yu show does that too. Like I, I catch it. I catch it every Literally, once in a while yes. <laughs> when they're, when they're showing like scenes of people that are going to be out in a crowd and then they show the same sequence, but with different dubbing over the top of it. I'm just like, yeah, I know it's the yeah. same shot. You don't have to do that. But this show does do that, so be aware. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where I'm coming down on it. Where it, it's you know, and it's no shade for cutting cutting corners. Like you get the budget that you get, uh, and you do the best with it that you can. I I agree. I don't think this is a bad story. I do. I I don't think of myself as the kind of person who can't watch an older anime that has those corners being cut. But I, I also know that in our Naruto coverage, that has graded on me. Um, some of that has been because I know what Naruto will become. And, and we actually talked about that in our most recent episode when we when we got some really high-quality Naruto stuff. Uh, but a lot of the times, Naruto has those corner cuttings and the that like lower-quality animation. And that can be frustrating. Uh, I found that it really detracted while not completely demolishing the experience of enjoying this show. But again, I, I really do think that the dubbing could have been better. Uh, the thing that I enjoyed the most about the dub was catching voice actors that I recognized for other parts. But what they were doing here, it just their voices didn't seem to fit their characters or the way that they were delivering it felt like really forced um, in a way that just feels like an older style of dubbing than what we what we generally expect these days. Uh, it's no shade to those actors. I I suspect that it's just sort of like what the industry was doing at the time, but it just didn't work for me. So I, where I'm landing on this is that I didn't particularly enjoy the series. There was also an aspect of me having fond memories of that first episode and being disappointed on the revisit. So that's definitely tainting my experience here. That said, I wouldn't be unhappy to experience more of this but I would probably experience the anime in the subs rather than the dub. And I would, I would be much more interested in reading this than I think I am in watching this. So I think the story of the Prince of Tennis feels compelling, even though the, the hero feels like a little bit of a Gary Stu, 
and a little bit of a dick. But uh, I think that's interesting. I think he could be an interesting character. I think that the matches seem like they're interesting. I just found that watching the first three episodes of the dub weren't as great of an experience. Um, I don't think that I, I do think that your mileage may vary. If that doesn't bother you, you'll probably enjoy this. If you're really into sports anime, you'll probably enjoy this. And again, I'm not that into sports anime, although I do have a connection to tennis and I want to experience more of Prince of Tennis. I just don't think it's going to be in the dubbed anime. Yeah. So, so be aware of that. By the way, I watched the subbed of it. The sub is, is better. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to try that. But, uh, but although Kenpachi Zaraki voices the dick in the first episode, and that is a blast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, stick with us after these credits, and we will give you another important life lesson. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network. Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. 13? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at B&S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash get jumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New review episodes come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday. And hey, thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of. If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on Comic Book Keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geeksploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. We'll see you next week, and until then... Don't pull your bone out in public, even if you think that that is part of your power set. And if you're thinking sexualized, I'm not. I'm saying, like, don't pull out your bones. Just don't. Your bones? Your bones go on your insides. Because yeah, it's an inside bo- it, inside bones. I don't. I'm not helping. <laughs> yeah, it's not outside bones. Outside bones, because that's what teeth are. Your teeth are your skeleton escaping. <laughs>